This is a reading of the Dmitry Rabovlev article from Wikipedia, the free encyclopedia, by me, Mike, with FlexStackCards.com. Dmitry Rabovlev, born the 22nd of November, 1966, is a Russian businessman, investor, and philanthropist. Rabovlev owned the potash producer Ural Kali and in 2011 became the president of Monaco's football club, A.S. Monaco. His daughter, Ekaterina Rabolaleva, is a well-known socialite. In 2017, Rabolalev was ranked 190th on Forbes' list of billionaires, with a net worth of $7.3 billion. Since January 2015, he has become known as one of the most high-profile alleged victims of Swiss art transporter Yves Bovier as part of a group of cases that have stunned the art world and become known collectively as the Bovier Affair. Rabolalev also became known in relation to an interim settlement award in the divorce from his former wife, Alana, that could have become most expensive divorce settlement in history. However, that amount was later reduced on appeal to a much lower figure. On October 20th, 2015, Dimitri and Alana announced they had reached an amicable settlement of their divorce and that all legal actions in relation to the case would cease. Financial terms of the settlement were not disclosed. Early Life and Education Rabolalev was born in 1966. Rabolalev's parents were doctors and he himself graduated from the Perm Medical Institute as a cardiologist in 1990. He then started to work in the cardiology emergency service. During his student years, Rabolalev married Alana, one of his fellow students, and in 1989, their first daughter, Ekaterina, was born. In the late 1980s, Mikhail Gorbachev had started the Perestroika that eventually led to the breakup of the Soviet Union and the great economic shocks that followed. During this time, Rabolalev entered the business world. Early Business Career Rabolalev's first business project was a medical one. Together with his father, Jenny, he had set up a company called Magnetics that offered a form of alternative medical treatment using magnetic fields that Jenny developed. However, due to the collapse of the Soviet Union's centrally planned economy, companies preferred to pay Rabolalev's firm with products at discounted prices rather than cash forcing him to find buyers for these products. Often, these resales of products yielded higher profits than his medicine business. According to Forbes magazine, during this time, Rabolalev earned his first million dollars. In 1992, Rabolalev became the first businessman in the Perm region to obtain a Russian Ministry of Finance certificate, entitling him to deal with securities, and in the same year, opened an investment company. In 1994, Rabolalev founded a bank, acquired shareholdings in several of Perm's industrial enterprises, and joined their boards. In 1995, Rabolalev sold most of his shareholdings and focused in enterprises operating in the potash industry, in particular, Ural Kali. Development of Ural Kali. Over the next 15 years, Rabolalev focused on developing Ural Kali and eventually built it into a major global enterprise. According to the Russian business newspaper, 
Vito Mosti. By 2000, he had consolidated his controlling interest in the company and began to reform and develop it. He completely changed the management team and set as a priority the achievement of an increase in labor productivity. According to Forbes, from 2000 through 2007, labor productivity at Eurocali grew by 2.5 times. According to Reuters, in 2005, Eurocali and Belarusian potash producer Belaruskali combined their trade flows via a single trader, Belarusian Potash Company, or BPC, of which Rabolilev became chief executive. Over the next three years, potash prices increased more than fivefold. The price increase and the creation of BPC both had a transformational impact on Ural Kali. In 2007, Ural Kali's IPO on the London Stock Exchange coincided with the sharply rising global potash prices and was therefore described by the financial media as one of the most successful Russian IPOs ever. In June 2010, Rabolilev sold a 53% shareholding in Ural Kali to a group of Russian investors, Kalia Finance Limited of Suleiman Karamanov for 25%, Ariella Investments Limited of Alexander Nessus at 15%, and Bikonokio Holdings Limited with Filaret Gauchev for 13.2%. The transaction price was not disclosed, but was reported to be around 5.3 billion US dollars. In December 2010, Eurokali announced plans to buy potash producer Sylvanet and formed one of the world's largest potash producers. The merger was finalized in July 2011. Rabolilev had already sold the remaining 10% of his shares of Eurokali to a company owned by Alexander Nisis in April 2011. Berezniki Mine Collapse In October 2006, a freshwater spring began flowing into one of Eurokali's mines under the city of Berezniki, and the walls and pillars supporting the ceilings of large underground caverns dissolved. Unable to stop the growing flow, Eurokali decided to flood the mine and abandon it. As a result of the mine's collapse, large sinkholes appeared around the mine and in the city of Berezniki forcing some 12,000 residents to evacuate their homes. New sinkholes continue to appear regularly, and the latest one has been reported in February 2015. The Russian newspaper Komsomolska Pravada estimated that Eurokali lost several hundred million dollars due to the ecological disaster. In 2008, the Russian government investigated the accident and a government commission supervised by Yuri Trujnev, Minister of Natural Resources and the Environment of the Russian Federation and Rabolilev's close friend, determined that it had occurred for geological reasons. The neutrality of the Commission's report has been challenged by some observers who pointed out the close relationship between Rabolilev and Trujnev, whose 2004 campaign to governor of Perm region was financed by Rabolilev and argued that the report was partially written by OAO Galagoria, a company affiliated with Eurokali. However, in October 2008, Russian Vice Premier Igor Sechin ordered another investigation and suggested that the degree of the financial liability of Eurokali should be determined.
Some foreign media, including the New York Times, speculated that a raider attack had been launched against Yurokali, while others reported that Rabolilev, who was living abroad, was reluctant to compensate for the damages caused by the ecological catastrophe far from his home in Switzerland. Ultimately, a framework for compensation was agreed upon, and Rabolilev retained ownership of Yurokali. The reasons that led to the 2006 catastrophe remain controversial. Some sources claimed that Yurokali failed to undertake all of the necessary work in order to fill the holes in the mines, which may have directly caused the appearance of the sinkholes. According to the local newspaper, Inia Gazeta, Rabolilev, motivated by the desire to save money, decided to split into the budget allocated to the holes filling which resulted in an insufficient filling of the mine's chambers. Investment in Bank of Cyprus In September 2010, Rabolilev bought a 9.7 stake in Cyprus's largest bank, Bank of Cyprus. Rabolilev's investment in Bank of Cyprus followed significant financial dealings in the country. On the 25th of March 2013, the EU Eurogroup agreed with the government of Cyprus that the Bank of Cyprus will take over the remains of Lykee Bank. To finance the deal and save Bank of Cyprus from bankruptcy, it was also decided that accounts over 100,000 euros would suffer a haircut of their assets of about 90%. In exchange, account holders would receive shares in the Bank of Cyprus, diluting Rebolilev's stake in the bank to a very small level. A.S. Monaco in December 2011, a trust acting on behalf of Rabolilev's daughter, Ekaterina, bought a 66% stake in the Mongask Association Football Club AS Monaco FC, which are located in Monaco's Fontville district in the Stade Louis II, but who play in the French Football League. The remaining 33% stake in the club is owned by Monaco's ruling family, the House of Grimaldi and Rabolilev's purchase of the club was approved by Prince Albert II of Monaco. Dmitry Rabolilev was subsequently appointed president of the club. In 2017, Monaco enjoyed its most successful season yet, winning the French League Liga 1 title and reaching the semi-final in the European Champions League. Reflecting on the club's unexpected success, the independent newspaper wrote that, quote, Monaco's policy of buying low and selling high has made the club a true Champions League power at last, end quote. The paper went on to describe Monaco as, quote, one of the best-run clubs in Europe, end quote. Though historically, Monaco has been one of France's most successful clubs, they were struggling at the time of Rebelev's arrival and had been demoted to the second tier of French League, of French football, Liga 2. Etienne Franzi. A.S. Monaco's former president and the DNCG, the French Football Authority, both gave positive assessments of the club's progress after Rabolilev's first year of ownership in December 2012. In May 2013, Monaco was promoted to Liga 1 after securing the second division title. After gaining promotion, Monaco became one of the most prodigious spenders in European football in the summer of 2013 under Rabolilev's patronage spending 146 million euros on players including Radamel Facal, James Rodriguez, and Joe Mantino, Ricardo Carvalho, and Eric Abidal.
were also signed on free transfers with large salaries. In January 2014, Monaco agreed to pay the governing body of French football, the Liga de Football Professionnel, LFP, a one-off voluntary payment of 50 million euros to remain exempt from the ruling by the LFP that its clubs must have their head offices located in France. As AS Monaco is based in the tax haven of Monaco, it has managed to avoid the punitive effects of tax increases in neighboring France. Rabolilev and the head of the French League, Noël Legrette, had initially failed to find agreement over the matter in a meeting, and Rabolilev had initiated legal action against the League, which was later dropped. The 50 million euro figure was calculated by the League as the amount saved by Monaco as a result of their unique location. Rodriguez and Falcoa subsequently left Monaco in the summer of 2014, the latter leaving on loan to Manchester United and the former being sold to Real Madrid for almost double the transfer fee Monaco had paid Porto for his services one year prior. The departure of such large signings was explained by Monaco's vice president, Vadim Vasilev, as part of a new strategy. He said, quote, there are two ways to go. One is either you invest a lot of money and do it quickly. The other is you build up an intelligent project and you have to base yourself on an academy and sound principles of working and scouting well. And basically that's what we've decided to do, end quote. The departure of star players and a decline in spending was also attributed by Vasilev to the introduction of the UEFA financial fair play regulations and the resultant threat of sanctions. Vasilev said in an interview that Rabolilev had told him that he was, quote, already investing big money, and if the club has to pay fines over and on top of that, this is something that is really not on. This really goes against any common sense, end quote. It was also reported by La Equipe in September 2013 that the decline in investment as a result of Rabolilev's dissatisfaction at not receiving a Monogasque passport which might afford him greater protection from extradition to his native Russia than his Cypriot passport, if such a situation were to occur. In a March 2015 interview with Nis Matan, Rabolilev reiterated his long-term commitment to the club and also expressed his delight at Monaco's successes since his arrival. Philanthropy Rabolilev supported the rebuilding of the Iranian Bomb Palace in St. Petersburg and the restoration of the Zakatevsky Monastery in Moscow. Rabolilev donated 17.5 million euros for the rebuilding of the Cathedral of Nativity of Theotokos in Moscow. He has also been involved in the restoration of the iconostasis of the Cathedral of Exaltation of the Cross recreated in Belogorsk St. Nicholas Monastery. Rabolilev is also involved in the construction of the Russian Orthodox Church of St. Nicholas in Limassol, which is designed by the Russian architect Alexei Voronostov. The church will have a size of 1,050 meters squared, and the building will accommodate a congregation of between 500 and 600 people. The estimated cost of the project is 5 million euros. Rabolilev is also involved in Le Arts Gestad, a new cultural center dedicated to music, arts, and literature in the eponymous Swiss town. Controversies Arrests for murder and judgment The 1990s were a difficult time in Russian history. 
as the country transitioned its economy through privatization. During this time, Rabolilev became concerned about the safety of his family, so he moved them to Switzerland while he stayed in Russia to do business. In September 1995, Evgeny Pentelimanov, director of Neftechimik, a company partially owned by Rabolilev, was shot by a killer at the staircase of his own house. In May 1996, Rabolilev was officially indicted and arrested for the contract killing of Pentelimanov. According to the prosecution, Rabolilev himself, quote, without a corresponding license, end quote, purchased in August 1995 two pistols that he kept and carried and later gave to the killers, quote, for the premeditated murder of Pentelimanov, end quote. Rabolilev was, however, set free 11 months later after the only living witness recanted his testimony and the intervention in Rabolilev's favor of Andrei Polkmenshin, brother of Vladimir Polkmenshin, a prominent congressman representing Perm District in the Duma, as well as of local Governor Gennady Igmanov. In 1997, Rabolilev was acquitted by courts of law at three levels, including the Presidium of the Supreme Court, massive pollution of Kama River. In June 2012, Green Patrol, a Russian environmental NGO, listed Yurokali as one of the top 100 polluters in Russia based on information gathered during the previous years. An expedition organized into the Perm Kral up by the same NGO in 2010, when Robolev was still the company's owner, revealed that Yurokali's sinks contained at least 16 harmful elements, including zinc and ammonium, exceeding the maximum permissible levels by 1,850 times. According to Green Patrol's president, Roman Pukalov, Yurokali failed to fully disclose a complete list of harmful elements that it routinely rejected into the local river Kama. Roman Pukalov described Kama water as quote-unquote very polluted and declared that small rivers around Berezniki had in fact turned into brine, something he had quote-unquote never seen anywhere else. Furthermore, Yurokali's environmental spending under Rabolilev was exceptionally low. Panama Papers Scandal in April 2016, it was alleged by the International Consortium of Investigative Journalists, or ICIJ, that Rabolilev used a company registered in the Virgin Islands to hide art from his former wife, Alina, during their divorce proceeding. Rabolilev's use of offshore companies was said to be a, quote, textbook example of the lengths rich people, in most cases men, go to protect their considerable wealth in case of marital breakup, end quote, by the Sodeutsch Zitung. However, subsequent media reports noted that the offshore structures established by Rabolilev's family trust in fact predated the divorce proceedings by several years. Furthermore, the family trust had publicly disclosed the companies as owners of the artworks long before the Panama Papers report was published, a fact that the original Panama Papers report had omitted. Liberation of Georgi Bajamov, President of the Federation of Bobsleigh and Skeleton of Russia, and former co-owner of Vinesh Prombank, was arrested in March 2016 in Monaco after an international arrest warrant was issued against him by the Russian authorities on charges of fraudulent bankruptcy and embezzlement. Bajamov was liberated in July 2016 by the prince, a decision that was later confirmed by the Monaco Appeal Court. Some Russian sources allege that Dmitry Rabolilev helped Georgi Bajamov 
escape Russian authorities in exchange for sensitive financial data on the Russian elite obtained by Bajamov while he was linked to the now bankrupt bank, Vineshpan Bank. Rabolilev denied these claims in an interview with the French newspaper La Parisienne in late October 2016. Football Leaks Scandal In December 2016, the Football Leaks Scandal revealed that Dmitry Rabolilev and football agent Jorge Menez set up a secret system to illegally buy players' shares. Using a Cyprus-based offshore investment fund named Browsefish Limited, Rabolilev illegally manipulated the price of his own players through third-party ownerships, or TPO. Rabolilev resorted to the use of offshore companies to hide his identity, as TPOs are illegal in Europe. Investigations revealed, for example, that football player Fabino was already 48.5% owned by Rabolilev when he was loaned to AS Monaco by Rio Ave. Property Trusts in the name of Rabolilev's daughter, Ekaterina have made several significant property purchases around the world since 2008. The trusts have bought property in Florida, Hawaii, New York City, Monaco, and two islands in Greece. Rabolilev also owns an estate in Santa Topres on the Côte d'Azur in the south of France, houses in Gestad, Switzerland, and owned property in Geneva and Paris with his former wife. In 2013, the property purchases were contested by Rabolilev's wife, Alana Rabololeva, during the couple's divorce proceedings. United States In 2008, Ekaterina Rabolilev's trust bought the 18-bedroom Maison de la Amita in Palm Beach, Florida, from the American businessman Donald Trump. Amidst concerns during his campaign about rubbing shoulders with Russian officials, Trump has claimed that the sale of Maison de la Amita, which he purchased for $40 million four years earlier and sold to Rabolilev for $95 million, is the only dealing he has done with a Russian. In December 2011, the trust bought a 10-room, 626 meters squared or 6,740 square foot apartment at 15 Central Park West in New York City for $88 million from Joanne Wheel the wife of Sanford I, Wheel, the former chairman of Citigroup. This was a record price for an apartment in the city at the time of its purchase. In 2011, Rabolilev also bought a $20 million property in Kauai, Hawaii, from the American actor Will Smith. Greece. In April 2013, Ekaterina Rabolilev's trust bought a group of companies from the Greek heiress Athena Onassis Rousseau. Their assets included the 74-acre Greek island of Scorpius and its smaller inlet, Sparti. The sale price had earlier been reported as $154 million. Monaco. In 2010, Rabolilev bought a three-bedroom, 2,000-meter-squared Belle Epoque-style penthouse apartment on the Avenue de Astad in the Monte Carlo district of Monaco. The property was bought for 220 million euros and was the former resident of the Brazilian banker Edmund Safra, who had died in a fire at the apartment in 1999. Switzerland. Rabolilev and his former wife owned a property in Geneva, Switzerland, which they demolished in 2008 and planned to replace with a replica of the Petit Trianon at the Palace of Versailles. 
The abandonment of the project amidst the couple's divorce proceedings led to a, quote, huge hole in the ground that has become an eyesore to Geneva's residents, end quote, according to Alexei Baryanova in a 2012 article in the New York Times. Rabolilev has also bought two houses worth 135 million U.S. dollars in the Swiss resort of Gestad. Art Collection Rabolilev's art collection includes paintings by Paul Gaguin, August Rodin, Amido Modigliani, The Nude on a Blue Cushion, Pablo Picasso, Henri Matisse, and Mark Rothko, number six. He was also the owner of the Salvador Mundi by Leonardo da Vinci until it was sold at Christie's auction house for a total of 450 million U.S. dollars on November 15, 2017. In February 2015, it was reported that Rabolilev may have been a victim of a complex art fraud allegedly perpetuated by the art dealer Yves Bovier, who was indicted in charges of fraud and complicity in money laundering. In 2016, Rabolilev was again at the center of a controversy after it was alleged that he bought three stolen Picassos from the art dealer, Olivier Thomas. Awards and Honors In 2010, Rabolilev was awarded the Order of the Sephiron of Sarov I degree by Patriarch Kiral for funding the restoration of the Cathedral of the Nativity of the Most Holy Mother of God in Zakhachevansky Convent personal life. Rabolilev married Ilana Rabolovina in 1987 in Perm, Russia, and together they had two daughters, Ekaterina, born in 1989, and Anna, born in 2001. Elena Rabolilova filed for divorce on December 22, 2008, citing in her divorce petition the quote-unquote serial infidelity of her husband, who used to, quote, share his young conquests with his friends and other oligarchs, end quote, on his private yacht, and being, quote, sick to the back teeth of his fondness of other women, end quote. At the same occasion, Alana Rabolilova officially asked the Geneva State Prosecutor for protection from Rabolilev. In October 2015, Rabolilev and his ex-wife, Alana, announced they had reached an amicable settlement of their high-profile divorce and that all legal actions in relation to the case would cease. Financial terms of the settlement were not disclosed. The announcement brought to a close a long-running case that first began in 2008. In May 2014, the divorce made headlines when a Geneva court awarded Rabolilev's ex-wife a record settlement of $4.8 billion. June 2015 saw a major turn in the case, however, after Rabolilev's lawyers successfully appealed the 2014 ruling. The Geneva court reversed the earlier decision, ruling that Rabolilov's settlement to be reduced to 564 million Swiss francs, significantly less than the 800 million Swiss francs that Rabolilev had repeatedly offered her. Of particular significance was the decision of the court to confirm the validity of the family's trust structures, which were set up long before the divorce process began, and to apply a rate of capital appreciation to matrimonial assets only up to the time of divorce. The correct application of Swiss matrimonial law thereby led to the massive settlement reduction decided by the court, Rabolilev's lawyer said.
the divorce battle took an even more acrimonious turn when Rabolilev had Alana arrested in Cyprus for allegedly stealing a $28 million diamond ring she later proved her ex-husband had given her while they were still married. Rabolilev enjoys surfing, especially in Hawaii. In the Forbes Billionaires list for 2015, Rabolilev was ranked 156th richest person in the world with a net worth of $8.5 billion. Well, that'll make this that for now. Again, the words are not my own. This is just a reading of Wikipedia by me, Mike, with FlexDeckCards.com. Um, I apologize for any mispronunciations, duplications of statements. The way these things are written, people just go in and add and add and add. I want to thank you for listening. Consider rating this podcast of mine so that others can find it too and so that I can make a better product for you. I can't believe you made it this far.